How is it possible that if tshuva is a din which goes above and beyond the letter of the law, it doesn't stick to the strict rules of Midas Adin, so therefore we can understand why Kodesh Baruch Hu would bend the rules in order to give a person a second chance and be able to rework what he'd done in the past to make it rectifiable in the future and therefore if he has charata about what he did in the past we can understand why he's able to, as it were the akirasa ratzon is akirasa maisa removing the ratzon is equivalent to removing the maisa from the reality that would make sense because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to give a person the midas arachamim allows a person the capacity to fix up the mistakes he made the problem is the Gemarion Kedushin which says if a person was a tzaddik all his days and then he had charata towards the end of his life and he became a rasha so his life becomes a life of rishus he loses everything he did to begin with so that makes no sense because L'Chaira HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to help a person not hinder him and therefore in Shiva he allowed him to rewrite the past to assist him but why would he allow him to rewrite the past to his own detriment? that's the Kasha Rebbe Khanan asks That's his kasha. Says Rabbi Hanan. So he says, "V'sha'alti davazem ikfoyt kedushas moron ba'al chovetz chaim shlita." Also chovetz chaim shlita. Back in the days when chovetz chaim was shlita. They asked the Chobos Chaim. The Chobos Chaim was Rebbe Chanan's Rebbe. So the, so the Chobos Chaim gave him a terz. He says, the Chobos Chaim's answer was that in Tshuva Mi'ava, when a person does Tshuva Mi'ava, so his Averis become Zuchuyos. His Averis, his sins that he did, become merits. That is Lifnim Mishra Sadeh. That's above and beyond the letter of the law. And when a person does Tshuva Mi'ira because he's scared of the consequences, so then, um, that means he doesn't regret what he did in the past. He regrets the consequences of what it will produce in the future. If you said to him, listen, there's no consequences to what you did in the past. So you won't have regret that you did in the past. You don't regret the deed. You don't regret the fact that it was something which went connected the Ras and Hashem. You regret the fact that you're going to get an Einish for it. So therefore, you don't be'etzem want, want that it shouldn't have happened. You want the punishment that you get because of it will never come to you. If someone would wave a magic wand and say you won't get any punishment, you'd say, Gavaldik, I'd like to have done what I did. Don't you understand? Um, it's for example, a person who, who, even though he is in the middle of a mustache, decided to look at pictures of it in a picture book and then he decided to do tshuva on it. So the question is, why did he do tshuva? It could be because he felt that that's an inappropriate way to behave, regardless of whether he's going to be shouted at or not. It's just, so matim, right? someone's talking to you, why are you busy looking at pictures? Are you so bored? Are you so bored? Um, and therefore you feel bad that you actually did that. Or alternatively, if you wouldn't have got caught, you would continue looking at the book. So you got caught, so therefore you don't get caught again. So understand, that's the difference between tshuva miyav or tshuva miyir. Um... Mm-hmm. 
So it comes out, Lefi Duver Rabbeinu, according to what the Chofetz Chaim says, that Tshuva Mi'ava uproots the Chait, and that is Mitzad Hadin. Because Tshuva Mi'ava, you wish it as if it never happened. And that which Tshuva Mi'ira is not Oikert. Now that's a great uh, that's a great chiluk says the says the the Rebbe Chonan, but it doesn't help us with the Mitzvah Shoyim. Elo dimiloshim Mitzvah Shoyim loy mash mekain da mindset loy to akemia Mitzias. Because how did you get rid of the mindset from the Mitzias? Ale de shum charot of imkain tikshi de charot oikeres Mitzvus. Yes, Bikitza he says the Chovas Chaim says a gravaldi kachiluk between tshuva miyav and tshuva miyira, but it doesn't answer up the problem that we have in the Mitzvah Shoyim. I want you I want you to pause for a moment. I want to pause for a moment and discuss something which is very relevant for us. Before we go into the Rebbe Chalim's his, his terrors. Mirtzei Hashem, the Meshech will come tomorrow. The Meshech doesn't come tomorrow or today. On Mosei Shabbos, the Meshech doesn't come on Erev Shabbos or Shabbos. So, tomorrow, Mosei Shabbos is time for Sechah. Time for slichas, which means that we have to go and say slichas. Now, there are two times of year where people have great difficulty in connecting to the minhagim which revolve around that time period. Those two time periods, which I think there's almost a, a generalized aversion to the minhag, are Tisha B'Av and Kinois and the period building up to Rosh Hashanah and Asterius and Meitshuva and Slichas. Kinois and Slichas are possibly the least favorite parts of most people's Jewish year. Unless, of course, you're Sfardi. If you're Sfardi, so then you love Slichas. If you're Sfardi, you love Slichas and, uh, and Taka, it's true. Because Ashkenazim will do anything to avoid saying Slichas. Whereas Svaradim, who keep no other mitzvahs, will say it's slichas for the entire month of Elul. They, they won't know anything. Not only that, if you want to go to the Kosel in the busiest time of the year, when do you think the busiest time of the year? Uh, where, when is the Kosel the most packed? One would have thought Shavuos, one would have thought Tisha one would have thought... The month of August. The time that the Kosel, I don't know this as a fact, but judging from Not my before. observance, is the night before Yom Kippur. And many people don't even know that the Kosel is packed at that time because if you Ashkenazi, you'll never find out unless you happen to be there, which is what happened to me. I thought, oh, I'll go to the Kosel tonight. <laughs> Should be quite quiet. Who's going to be there every Yom Kippur? And then there were like traffic jams for like 10 kilometers around the Kosel because the entire place, every, every inch of the Kosel is absolutely jam packed. And it's, it's, it's amazing. There's a conglomeration of of people who come to say slichas, and the large majority are not shemimitzus. And you have a variety. Of, you have women dressed in skin tight jeans who go to the kosel and they come in to say slichas. Now that's surprising in its own right. The fact that they know the slichas baal peh <laughs> <laughs> is absolutely bewildering. So again, so I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. Spider and Sikhas, because that's something which is, it is obviously they just mamash love it and skival and geschmack. I'm going to ask you nice him and Sikhas. 
Ashkenazim is a relationship is a very tenuous one. Um, it could be because of the Nusach. I suppose if you like looking forward to Slichas and you're a spy and it goes, Chatanu Avinu Slachlanu Yotzenu. So then that's Geschmack. You can get into that. It's a Gewaldic. And your mama should get fired up and you can sit and sing in the other Rabbah. But Ashkenazim, if you and like the people saying, what am I doing here? And then as you're thinking, what am I doing here? Then the shlech tiba goes again. So again, so Mimela, the Ashkenazim, at that point in time, they, they know what to do. So some cry, some leave, some... <laughs> which is a chaval because if you think about it it's an interesting takana the way we are noyeg in the series of my children building up to Rosh Hashanah is essentially we could have done a series of different ribuyim we could have done other things we could have done more Torah we could have done Torah but we don't it's came out at the expense of the Limadah Torah we marbe betfila so it comes to us that the hachana for Rosh Hashanah and the hachana for Tshuva is throughout the Torah's derech now imagine if for thousands of years our Chachomim have guided us that the way to be metakin ourselves in these times is Derech and they went and they made Takonas so we would be Maybe Betfila and they added in extra Kapitlach and they added in Avinu Malkainus and they added in a whole Nusach in the Shemanesa which is different so there's this huge emphasis on Tfila and we are have no shaykhs to the twila so it's ki'ilu the matona they've given us we say shkrach and we put in the garbage that's lichas in us we take this matona we say we say the best people in lichas are the ones that think they're tzaddikim because they sit through the whole thing hey, I went to lichas last night yeah how was it it was awful I sat through the whole thing tzaddik they're the, they're the, the binyan Adam, the lave, the Lakosh Bokh Rahman, the Liber boy, David, he wants it. And then you're sitting there and you say, what a tzaddik. I sat through the whole thing. I didn't leave early. Wow. It's brocha levatala. Not a brocha levatala. It's not a locha. It's, it's an expression. It's not a locha. So it's a massive problem. Slicha. What is slicha? What is slicha? It's fascinating if you think about slicha. Have you, know, have you thought about that? That in the Baruch and the Shema Yisrael, we ask, when we ask for Slicha, we ask for Slicha and Mechila. For some reason in Yom Kippur, there's a new language called Kapora. Slachlon, Mechalon, Kaperlon. In the Baruch and the Shema Yisrael, it's only Slachlon and Mechalon. The two common letters between Slicha and Mechila, Solach and Mochal, are Ches and Lamed, Lamed and Ches. The two uncommon letters are Samach and Mem. There were two letters in the Luchai Sabris in the tablets that Kodesh Bochu gave to Moshe Rabbeinu which were an exception to the rest of the letters. The letters were engraved within the tablets whereby they could be seen from both sides meaning they went, they penetrated the entire tablet. The problem is what happened when you came to Samach Neches which were completely circular and hence the middle part of the Samach and the Ches would fall out, the Luach. Because when you made a hole around them, 
the middle part would have nothing to attach it to. Bishlam the Aleph, so it would have a point where it would be attached, the inside part of the Aleph, and the base, or the Nun, or the Chof. But Haray, the Samach and the Mem, Mem Sofis, um, would have, would, would, would fall out. The middle part would fall out. So the Gemara asks a question, it says in Gemara Megillah, and it says, Benais, how you owned them? They stood there by a miracle. The miracle. There was a miracle that kept the Samach and the Mem attached to the Luach, to the Luchas. So the two different letters between Ches and Lamed, which is Slich and Mechilasheh, is the Samach and the Mem. So the, the common letters are Chal, Chal. When you look at the Rambam and he describes or the Mishnah when it describes the Ab, I think it's the Ab Achiluke Kapara, different types of things you do and different types of Kapara. If a person's over in Mitzvah's essay, he needs to do this. He can does Chuvan, he's, he's Nimchal on the spot. If it's a Loisans, he needs Yom Kippur. Loisans, he has He needs Yom Kippur plus he needs Yisurim. If it's Loisans, he has Beis. If it's a Chil Hashem, nothing helps until he dies. If it's a Chil Hashem, if it's a Chil Hashem, nothing helps. So you see that the highest level of the deepest madrega of chait is the chilul Hashem. But the truth is, you could understand that every avera is be'etzem a chilul Hashem, because in every avera, the notion of chilul Hashem is miloshen chalal. Chalal means there's a hollowness created, there's a vacuum created. In that vacuum. There's no kiviyachal HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You take HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of that space, you push him away, and you create a vacuum of Kedusha. There's a vacuum of Kedusha. That's Chalal. Chilul Hashem means you create a Chilul. A Chalal. And that's the core of Chet. And therefore the, the different diagrams of Chet is how deep of a Chilul Hashem it was. Depending on the depth of the Chilul Hashem, that will require a different type of kiviyochal response to wipe away the impact. The Makor, of course, of the word halal is ches and lamed. Ches and lamed in, in Loshon HaKodesh, as in opposed to modern Hebrew, so the letters are significant, and two letters can also make up the root of the word. As the Chachamim say that the lotion of his boinanus, his boinain, which is to com- contemplate, comes miloshon binyan, because the letters, the root letters are base and nun, even though in modern Hebrew the two words are unrelated. So chal, chalal, is the same makor. Is the same makor. Is the same makor. Chilu. Chilu is a makor of chait. What does that mean? That means the only time a chait can occur is when a vacuum of kedusha is created. And within that vacuum of Kedusha, that's where the Chet can grow. But if a person has no vacuum of Kedusha, if a person's Oisek in Torah, if a person's Oisek in Mitzvahs, and there's no space, Chalal means space, it's actually the modern Hebrew word for space, if there's no Chalal, so then there can be no place for an Avayr, if a person's Oisek in the Mitzvah, so then there's no space for an Avayr to occur. So Be'etzem, the Makor, the source, and the cause of Chatoim comes from the Chalal. It comes from the vacant space that a person creates, either in time or in persona, where there's no mitzvahs filling up that space. And Mimela, if there's no mitzvahs filling up the space, so then a Chet can grow there. So it comes out 
that the makor of everything which is ra everything which has no long-term kiyum is in the chalal, is in the vacant space created by an absence of Torah and mitzvahs. That's the Makor HaChet. How would one rid oneself of the Makor HaChet? It's quite posh that you fill up the chalal. Which helps us to answer a different question. There's a Rambam. The Rambam says in the second chapter of Hechel's Tshuva that the getter of Tshuva, Ezi Tshuva Gemura, what is con- defined as Tshuva Gemura, complete Tshuva, is when Yoid Olav Yodaya Talumos, when the one that knows the mysteries can testify about you that you'll never do that hate again. Now that's an impossible testimony to make because it says, Ki There's no one that doesn't do a sin. If a person makes a Shvur that you'll sleep for three days, he will not sleep, I beg your pardon, for three days. The shvur is not a null and void because it's an impossibility. You can't do it. You can't say that. You can't say that. It's an irresponsible thing to say. Because you know you can't live up to it. How can a person say, I'll never do a chet again? You can't say that. How can you know that? And if you do do a chet again, so then, so then you, can't, you didn't do shiva. So all our Kabbalah is there. We can never, we can be'etim, never do. We can never reach the diagram of the Rambam that says that you have to be at a level whereby the Yodea Talumais can be made on you that you'll never do a chet again. So clearly the Rambam didn't mean that, did he? What did the Rambam mean? The Rambam meant that the only way, the only possible way of a Baruch testifying against you that you'll never do a chet again is that the place where the chet begins the chalal, the chilul is filled up and then there's no sibel there's no sibel there can be no chet the minute you take away the place from whence the chet doth grow it's <laughs> not shy that the chet can come out Mimela, we can understand what the Chazan Ish said when he said that Kedusha is soid hatmidius is consistency what did he mean by that? The difference between consistency and inconsistency is are there gaps between or are they not? Consistency means there's no gaps. It flows, meaning there's no chalal. There's no, there's no vacancy. Kedusha means that in a person's lamashal, in his time, there's no space for Averas to grow. But it means on a much deeper level, in terms of a person's persona, that his koichos hanefesh are utilized solely for avoid Hashem, that there's no koichos hanefesh which are vacant from the Or Hashem, and Mimeda, there's no way that chatoim can grow. So a person that's malei godish, overflowing with Kedusha, so it's not pshat that he'll never do a chet again, because we know and trust him, because he's so strong in defending himself against the Yetzah. Rather, chet can never attach itself to him because there's no place to find that it can slip in. There's no place that it can creep into his world because there's no halal. And Mimela, if a person's Moleva Godish Paturba Mitzvah, HaKadosh Baruch can be made, he'll never do a chait again because this person can't do a chait. It's a steer for him to do a chait. But the problem is, we're not Malachim. Malachim don't do chatoim. Malachim are Malayim, Malayim, Vigdushim, Vigdushas Hashem. But we are our B'nai Adah, and therefore we do have holes in our plot. We do have spots which are vacant of the Or Hashem, and hence it's impossible for us, unless we have Kedusha. The Mr. Shoyim writes in Pekhe Chavav, in Kedusha, 
that Kedusha is different from the other Midas. Kedusha is different. Kedusha is a high Midah. And Kedusha... Inyana Kedusha Kofuhu. Kedusha is double. Tahainu Tchilosoi Avoida Vesoifoi Gmul. The beginning is your work, but the end is reward. Tchilosoi Hishtadlus Vesoifoi Matona. The beginning is endeavor, striving, and the end is a matona. When a Kodesh Bochu gives us a matona, it's not a matona that's given to us like a matona that's given to us by a friend. When a friend gives us a present, if we don't want the present, we can give it back. But, if we do want the present, we don't have to get it from him. We can go buy it in the shop as well. When a Kodesh Bochu gives us a matona, the only person we can get that matona from a Kodesh Bochu, and if he doesn't give it to us, we will not have it there. It's inaccessible. And a matona by a Kodesh Bochu means he gives us something that is impossible to get from our mortal strivings. As B'nai Adam, it's beyond our grasp. Kedusha is beyond our grasp. What is Kedusha? What is Kedusha? There are no gaps in my being. Mimele, if there are no gaps in my being, there's no Mokham Lechait. If there's no Mokham Lechait, so Mimele, I'm Kodesh V'Tohar L'Oilam L'Oilam So, the Mokham of Chait is Chalal. Getting out of Chait is a nice. You can't a nice means a Kodesh Baruch who lifts you up. Nice is nice. A Kodesh Baruch who lifts you up beyond your human capacities. He holds you up in a place where you can't stand by yourself. The Samach and the Mem are the Mokom of Ra because the letter is surrounded by a Chalal. The letters are surrounded by a space. There's a space around them. That's why the angel of evil the angels are called by the first letters of their name and they all end with the Shem Hashem Kael. Micho El. Gavriel. Gavriel is the first letters of his name. Gavri is the Gvura, that's what he is. Michael is whatever Michael means. Raphael is Raphael. He's Merape. And the, the, the Malach, the Malach, which is a Malach from the other side, the Malach from the other side, the other Malach who's the Malach of Rach, Lila, is the Samach Mem. Samach, Samach Mem. Samach, Samach Mem. That's the Malach Ra. Samach and Mem, because Samach and Mem are the two letters which have a halal around them, a chilu. They're not attached. There's a gap. There's a gap. But, 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 benais how you aimed him. But those two letters stood benais, meaning that when a person does his part and he asks for slicha and mechila, the slicha and the mechila create a halal and they connect it back to the Torah of the Samach and the Mem that were benais how you aimed him. They're able to getting back to the place. Through a person's hishtadlus to take away the gaps in his life and to fold them with Torah Kedusha and Mitzvah Kedusha and take away the gaps. So then that him trying to fill the gap allows the gap to be filled, to be sustained, to be Solidified are your day nice. Chilosai, Ishtadlus, Vesoifai, Matona. 
and that's called slicha and mechila. Slicha and mechila. The chalal is connected to the points which are in the luchos, the makor in the Torah, which create the person's capacity to strive beyond, above and beyond his human limitations. The person reaches that madrega, so then it's shaykh for him to say that he'll never do the chait again because he's in the makom of kedusha. Makom of kedusha, there's no chalal, no chalal, mimela. Mimela, the person can strive to a level of total elevation, which makes a lot of sense because, as we've spoken about many times before, the posuk which introduces us to the notion of halal in a certain way is the posuk in regard to Kain. When he's given the nevuah after his korban has been rejected, and the Kodesh Baruch Hu says to him, imitative states, if you do good, you will rise up. At the opening, chattas is the opening. The opening means the Pesach is the mokum which is Megale the Chalal. A Pesach, an opening, if it's something sealed, you don't see there's a Chalal. The Pesach opens up a space, and then beyond that space, you see there's a Chalal. The Pesach, chattas Reves. The Chait comes at the Pesach. The Pesach is the mokum has Chalal of the Chalal. And then it tries to get in there. But if there's no halal, because the Pesach is not Megale, an empty space, but rather it's access to a space which is Molay Vigodesh, as the Gemayim Brocha says in Midas, Basav Adam, is Kli Reik Machzik, Kli Molay Eina Machzik. If it's empty, it can contain, if it's full, it cannot contain. In the Midas HaKadosh Bochus, Kli when the kli is full, it's machzik. In other words, if there's a halal in the kli, which means that I'm a taker, not a giver, I want to fill myself up through the Pesach, which opens up the capacity to fill me up. I'm looking to take and to see what's in it for myself. There's a halal inside, that's where the ra grows. If the Pesach allows me to overflow into the world, I'm a giver, I want to give of myself, I want to be a mashpia, a noisen, and not a noitel, so then the Pesach is megale, a world of fullness. There, chait can't go. Says, Aboreik ain't boy maim. Maim ain't boy avon, the choshim v'akrovim yesh boy. If there's Ra, the boreik. Whenever there's a reikonus, whenever there's an emptiness in a person's life, in a person's being, in a person's time, even one second, there's a bit, there's a mitzvah, there's a isu called bitul Torah, says the Rabbeinu. Yoinin Shari Tshuva, that don't think that if a person isn't over Averis and he's not Mekayim Mitzvahs, he's not doing anything bad. He says, a person who's not over any Averis, he's not Mekayim Mitzvahs, he destroys himself. Because Vita HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Gila Arayas, Avodah Zohar and Shrikhus Damim, he is willing to forego. V'loi Vita Bitul but he would never forgo Bittal Torah. Bittal Torah is where you make yourself. The person has vacancies in his life, he's Mavatal Torah, so then he creates a halal whereby the chait grows. A person that's got a kli mole, he doesn't allow that to happen. It's machzik, it can create kedusha. Kli reikon, ain't no If a person is seeking to be mashpia, to help out others, he has a key which is full, he's not hurt. If a key is seeking to get from others, he has a key rake, he's empty, he's open to hate. And therefore, a whole striving, a whole avoid is to create kalim, malayim, gudushim, kedusha. 
and that's our only hope. Without that, there's no way in the world Tshuva to even have a mina. Tshuva is not not doing the veya. Tshuva is taking away the sibas hachet. Why did the chet begin with? If you don't do that, so you can work on chatoim. Habor reik ain't boy mayim. Mayim ain't boy. Aval nechoshi vakravim yesh boy. There's snakes and scorpions. So what do you do? So take out the snakes and scorpions. But if you leave the pit empty, so more snakes and scorpions will come. What would you do? Take them out. And then what will happen? More snakes. What do you do? Habor reik ain't boy mayim. Put in mayim. Once there's mayim, there can be nechoshi, no nechoshi, and no akravim. Make it a clean mole. Why do you have to leave it as a clean rake? Make ourselves into keli malayim. That's tshuva. Tshuva isn't going back. and Tshuva is filling up the spaces in our life, the spaces in our being, the spaces in our kirchas and nefesh. Filling them up with what? With our voidus Hashem. That our limbs are filled with our voidus Hashem. That our mouths are filled with our voidus Hashem. That our eyes are filled with our voidus Hashem. That our ears are filled with our voidus Hashem. That every kol atzmoisai to emano. Hashem micho moicho. Kol atzmoisai to emano. Hashem micho moicho. And then, then, made all of your dad alumnus. Then a kachbuch can be made that you can't come to chait. It's not shy. There's no there's no mock on the chait. You can't come. Because you because you are one of the letters that slich and the mechila allow you to be oimed benais. Matona of the Kedusha. That's uh, an adaptation of a share given by the author of the sefer called Bilvavi Mishkan Evne. Um he come a couple of Yishurim all mixed together in adaptation uh, if I'm saying it right but the mindset that's, that's the avoider the avoider isn't to work on avoiders you can work on avoiders to be in the face the avoider if you want to do tshuva don't work on tshuva work on filling yourself up with Torah and mitzvahs until your machshove is completely completely taken over trying to grasp the subtle difference of how the Maharam sees Tosas as Kasha and what can the Machlokes between the Beis Yosef and the Maharam be in the Machlokes of Rav Yitzchok Bar Nachmani and Rav Shmur and Yitzchok Bar Nachmani against Rav Yechner and why did the Sibur to be to Paskin like Shmuel Keneged to Paskin like Rav Yechner Keneged Shmuel Hare Rava the Basra and your Rava Taki gives a final answer. Is there another way? Is there another way of seeing the whole sugya? Let's try to work it out. And when your mind's there, there's no space for anything else. There's no space for Averis, there's no space for Kinna, for Sinna, for Kaas, there's no space for Taiva, because you Malay Mugudushin the Yirashamain. Because when you think about Torah, so then says the Balatanya, not only are you fooled from without that the mitzvah surrounds you. But the mitzvah becomes integrated into your very workings of your mind, and therefore it's inside of you as well. And that's why Torah is a mile over all other mitzvahs. All other mitzvahs, so you do them with your goof, so they surround you, they're on the outside. Torah, you bring it inside and you can take it outside from within. So therefore, Torah is a level of Kedusha of Kirvis Elohim, which is unfathomable. And therefore, Shechaim says, that the nature of the mystical progression from Kedusha, from the highest worlds to the lowest worlds, is a concretization and a solidification of the Kedusha into more and more concrete forms. And as it 
concretizes, it loses an element of the loftiness of its Kedusha. Says the Nefesh Achaim, there's one exception to that rule. The exception to that rule is the Torah Kedusha, which it comes from the highest, highest place. And as it becomes more and more tangible until we can speak about things like Lulav Agazel, even though in the Ilamas and Yoinim you could never speak about such things because there's no Luluva, Lulavim, and there's no Gezel. But the way it manifests in our world is Derech Lulav Agazel. So even though this, the, the actual concept has become tangible, but Kedusha is exactly the same as it was when its Kivyocha was formed on the highest of the highest worlds. And therefore, every time a person says one word of Torah, it's connected Kola Mitzvah. It's connected Pikuach Nefesh. It's connected Chesed. It's connected Levaya Sameis. It's connected Yun Tfila. When a person's Oisek in a Machshava of Torah, he's in an Olam which is above, above, and beyond all. And if a person habituates himself that his Machshava is always Molay the Goddess in Torah, so that person will be Rochuk Rochuk Menachet. The person will be a different Madrega. The person will live in a different world. And if he succeeds in doing it consistently, uh, consistent, consistently over a period of time, so he'll grow in a way which will be unfathomable. He'll be able to be like an Avram Avinu, he'll be able to be a part of the Jewish nation that defy every law of nature. They go into fires and they come out unscathed. They walk through water and they don't get wet. They go to the top of mountains and live without eating or drinking for 40 days. We can become a part of a nation that we are a part of, but we can affirm our supernatural nature. There's no place in the world for the Jews. The Jews do, li- do not live in this world. Where do the Jews live? They live in Olam HaRuchni, they live in Olam HaToyah. There's no natural cause and effect which applies to them, if they're living in the Torah. If a person habituates himself in Torah, he fills himself up every limb, every fiber of his body with mitzvahs, so he becomes a different mitzvah. He becomes Kodesh V'Tohar. When he's Kodesh V'Tohar, so then you can't possibly touch him with Averis. There's nothing that can touch him. He's Dovuk Takajbohu. He's Niskadesh Kodesh Kadoshim. And that's really what we'd have to do if we'd want to do Tshuva. But we can't. Because it's too hard. It's Hishtadlus. It's Trilosa Hishtadlus. The Sofa Matona. But if we work, now who knows how long the Hishtadlus is? Maybe the Hishtadlus is five years, six years, maybe it's 20 years. Maybe it's 50 years until we get the soy from Atona. But maybe 50 years later, in our 70s, imagine being Kodesh Vitar. It's a lot of work. But isn't it worth it to transcend the physical world so that the transition, the Pesach which opens up, the Pesach which opens up between Olam Azeh and Olam Abba, is Poshet entering from a world of darkness to a world of light, to be a liberation. And that's really something that we have to ponder very carefully during these days in preparation for Yom HaDin. Yom HaDin is the day of recreation. Kosh gives us everything we need. And He gives, us that, gives it to us, the fee, our she'ifos. What do we want? Do we want Kedusha V'Tahara? Then you facilitate it. Chas V'Shalom otherwise, so then how can you give us that? And therefore, Tachona, the Yom HaDin, is to think of ways that we can start to fill up the gaps in our life and the gaps in ourselves and fill them up with Kedusha of Torah Mitzvahs and in doing so we take away the Siba Sachet and when the Siba Sachet goes so Mimele, the Chet must go as well. Let's ask Kedoma to Slichas. Practically speaking, 
how do you deal with it? It was quite simple. There is no chiyuv, like there is in Pesukah de Zimra. If you don't say all Pesukah de Zimra, so then the Sorim say that you mess up the Tzinoiris. There are certain types of influence which allow us to gain the access to the spiritual world. And the way you have to access them is by putting everything in place through saying all the Kapitlach of the Pesukah de Zimra in that particular order, every and each and every word. Mimele, if you leave out Kapitlach of the Pesukah de Zimra, so then you stop that from occurring. That's true in Pesukah de Zimra. There's no such chiyuv in, in Slichas. There's no chiyuv to say them all. In Slichas is relevant the statement of Chazal which says, Echod hamarbe ve'echod hamamit u'bivad she'chavnu libam she'chavn libam l'shem shamayim. Provided that your intention is right. So Slichas, what should you do? So Slichas are written in a cryptic fashion. The Evan Ezra himself says he doesn't know where they made up their grammar from. They just make up new Hebrew words. And those Hebrew words have got these veiled references to, to, to Gomorrahs and to Psukim that you have no idea about. So therefore, I strongly advise you that you don't have to say any slichas. You can work in the entire slichas. All you have to say is one posuk. And it's recommended that you answer the Hashem Hashem and Kal Melech Yerushal Kiserachimim. But in terms of the Sikhs themselves, go through it, say something, make it meaningful, and then you'll utilize it. And you'll come out Mechuzik, and you'll come out Mole, and you'll open up your heart, and something will happen. Amen, Kain, Yehi,